Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the spooky hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess they're shy. <laughs> Sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield <laughs> Flanagan, and with me is... Do I have to do a voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly Chatfield Allison ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And finally we have Julie Chatfield Miller <laughs> Oh no, Julie, you're like a ghost of vertigo or something <laughs> It worked better with the Julie instead of the Miller God, it should be Mueller uh, That was great you're great and and wonderful. Happy Halloween, Shelly gang. It's time for it to be Halloween now. <laughs> <laughs> or very soon to now. <laughs> Hopefully I get this episode out before Saturday, but who knows? I mean, Halloween's a wild time. Maybe we don't even have the other days of the week. Maybe it just becomes Halloween. <laughs> Halloween tries to do a jump scare and comes earlier in the week than you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of jump scare, I have something that's going to scare your jumps, and that is the annual Chatfield Girlo Halloween resolutions. Every year since the day we were born, we <laughs> got together on Halloween and said, what do we want to do to be more spooky in the coming year? The Shelly Gang, you've been involved in this every year since we've been doing our podcast, and, and this year's no different, but I thought before... We go into our 2020 resolutions. We should revisit our 2019 resolutions. Uh, Girlos, before I texted you uh, your resolutions earlier today, did you remember them? Yes. <laughs> wow, I'm so impressed because I sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Shelly, do you want to tell uh, the Shelly gang what your resolution was? Uh, my resolution was to ingest and experience more horror pop culture like movies and books so I could be part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> How did that go in 2019 slash 2020? Uh, I I have to say not as well as could have been. <laughs> Turns out 2020 has been a, a, a wee bit more stressful than I would have anticipated <laughs> last Halloween. And so guess what I don't want to do when it's time to sit down and relax at the night watch horror things <laughs> so, so i watched a few read a few but uh not not a lot <laughs> so yeah whoops that's okay that's okay i similarly had a a uh, coronavirus gaffe in that my resolution was to get uh every single scooby-doo villain tattooed on my back <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I only got like halfway through before COVID hit, and then it wasn't safe unless unless I uh, hired a, a robot tattoo artist to really get in there because I'm not worried about infecting him with coronavirus. But uh, he was too expensive; I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, you know what? It's really sad because I only got I didn't get I got half done. But I didn't get like a full half or like the top half or the bottom half or the right half or the left half. I kind of was going like piecemeal. So like half by numbers, not by space. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so that makes me think that you did like a paint by numbers situation. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it was. I didn't even get full characters. So it was just like <laughs> today's green. 
Tomorrow's blue. <laughs> cool. It looks pretty wild back there. But, you know, there's always 2021, so. <laughs> Julie, your your uh, resolution was actually pretty majestic and very doable in these strange times. Do you want to remind the Shelley gang? Yes. Uh, last year, I had a conversation with my children about bats, and some of them did not believe bats were real. They're, they thought they were spooky, like Halloween characters, like ghosts and witches and stuff. And uh, so my resolution was to raise awareness that uh, bats are real and they exist in real life. (laughs) And you know what? My resolution went great this year. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's true. Bats made the news quite a bit this year. (laughs) (laughs) Bats were everywhere. Wait, what were bats doing in the news? They they made coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They possibly started this whole shebang. So That's right. <laughs> but you know what? The other thing that really helped them know that bats were real, seeing them on a daily basis. Ever since we moved into our new house, we've been playing outside in the evenings quite a lot. And bats come oh, and hang so out cool. in our sky. And there we watch them <laughs> flutter around. Hang out in our sky is very good. <laughs> but it's so fun watching them flutter around. So, yeah, they're real, guys. And I, I did it. I, <laughs> I let the world know they're real. Oh, well, I'm so glad. What, what a great end to our 2019 resolutions. But now we need to talk about our 2020 resolutions. Um, can I start with mine? Yes, yes please. please. So as we've mentioned several times already, it's been quite a year, quite an indoors kind of not seeing anybody, not doing anything kind of year. That's okay because we want to be safe. But what we also want to do is um, not not have to see people. And that's okay because what I really, really want to do is not get ready uh to see people like put on uh, makeup and shave my legs kind of deal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I watched a movie with my children recently that inspired my new resolution for 2020. And I'm going to be more spooky uh, this coming year by going full Uncle Fester and and embracing the dark rings around my eyes and even <laughs> accentuating them. <laughs> Are you also going to shave your head? <laughs> no, uh, I said full uncle fester, but I meant just mostly in the eye area. I already, <laughs> because it's been quite a wild year, have developed some dark under eye circles, which were uh-huh. not there before. But I think I'm going to like really accentuate them and bring them up above the eyelid also and just really go in on that. <laughs> Are you also going to bring a little bit of then cousin it into the into the flavor and just like let your hair just get crazy? Well, depending on who you ask, that's already been going on for quite some time. <laughs> your hair is very long. And uh and also uh, a similar color to our friend cousin it, but <laughs> Yeah. I want to know if you're also going to be able to do the light bulb in the mouth thing. <laughs> That's important. Maybe I was remiss in talking about Fester <laughs> because <laughs> mostly I've, I wanted to talk about the dark circles, but uh, but yeah, okay, okay, I'll I'll commit to that also. By <laughs> next year, I will have committed to dark under eye circles and and beyond, and also how to light up a light bulb in my own mouth. <laughs> 
Cool. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Shelly, do you have an inspiring 2020 Halloween resolution for us? I do. So it's a time of COVID <laughs> and uh, spending a lot of time indoors. And I've been trying to keep my fitness up, but it's challenging um, to find like entertaining ways to do it and not just the same boring thing from day to day. Um, and so what, what my goal for this year is I'm going to start off easy with it with the easiest one and I'm going to learn how to walk like classic movie monster <laughs> get my steps in and I'll start off slow so like your classic zombie or uh, maybe a Frankenstein walk mm-hmm. um, and, and then I'm going to work my way up till eventually I'm a 28 days later ah. um, zombie who can run really fast <laughs> but I'm going to work my way up like so like Dracula is going to be in the mix he's probably somewhere in the middle um, like a Quasimodo is going to be a little lower down mm-hmm. <laughs> or Igor Quasimodo or, yeah. has the uh, like parkour going on that's true but I was thinking like the like horror movie like hunchbacky okay you know just the Um, the shuffle walk is there a way that the phantom of the opera walks yes is it scary (laughs) or very cool it's very cape heavy it does a lot of cape work (laughs) while he walks sometimes you do want to add like some weight training in. (laughs) yeah so that's gonna be like medium high (laughs) because that's like a full body thing but yeah eventually i'm gonna be a running zombie (laughs) speed and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking spooky and great. Yeah. <laughs> what my dream for you is that you will uh, record this journey and become <laughs> like a YouTube fitness queen uh, yes. and take us all along your journey with you. But my dream is that at the end you'll be built like Frankenstein, like really ripped. <laughs> well, but then I will be able to be a fast sprinting zombie. <laughs> I'll be too big and bulky. <laughs> I, I want you gotta lean stay, lean. Yeah. You gotta stay lean. <laughs> That's why most zombies do Pilates. So no big yeah. deal. <laughs> uh, Shelly, that's really good. Julie, uh, finish us off. Tell me what you're going to do in 2020 to be more spooky. Well, this year I, I also have a bat on the mind. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> I I find these bats so inspiring. And so my my uh goal for this year is to capture some of these bats <laughs> and <laughs> domesticate them and have them live in our shed cuz our shed already looks like a barn and my son Theo already pretends that bats live in there. <laughs> <laughs> so might as well have some real ones. Um and I also have a bonus resolution. Before we move on from the bats, can I can I ask a question, a clarifying question? Yes. About it? Is it going to be kind of like on Pee-wee's Playhouse where the dinosaurs live and we visit them every once in a while and they're just like doing cool domestic stuff like normal? <laughs> <laughs> you said they were going to be domesticated. Are they going to be like wearing aprons and vacuuming under the rug, that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I really, maybe I could train them. To, like, iron my shirts and whatever. That would be cool. Are you going to catch them like how I used to catch bees on the playground just in your hands? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dog. I got to get a butterfly net. (laughs) Shelly, that's 100% the most daredevil thing you've ever done in your whole life. (laughs) Yeah, and I did it often. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, Julie, tell me your bonus one. So I was just thinking about other spooky creatures that live in my neighborhood. And there are actually several black cats that live in my neighborhood and walk right in front of our giant window that we have that comes almost down to the floor in our living room. And it just walks right in front of our living room. So I'm pretty sure I can catch that as well. <laughs> and I want to do some mad scientist breeding. and make. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I want to make a cat with bat wings on the yes. back. <sighs> so that's just a little bonus resolution. <laughs> what about a bat with a very long cat tail? Very cool, right? Ooh, that would be cool. Also, a bat with, like, giant cat claws. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Now, I was I was not sure about this mad scientist thing, but I'm very invested now. I will give you $25,000 for 10%. <laughs> 10% of what? <laughs> of the business? Because <laughs> people are obviously going to want to buy some of these from you. Ooh. Yeah, all kinds of freaks all over the place. <laughs> Shelly, maybe a cat with bat wings can be the logo of your YouTube channel. Ooh, yes. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll, I'll invest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. I've got to look at I've got to ask my accountant. <laughs> well, uh, these are very good resolutions. And Shelly Gang, if you want to send us in your Halloween resolutions for 2020, we'd love to hear them, especially because um, we may have to steal some after we get a lot of money from our good investments and we need to uh, diversify a little bit. <laughs> uh, Shelly, uh, now that the resolutions are done, now we need to get to the real business of the day. And that is talking about a very good topic that has been submitted to us by our friend and yours, George Diaz, George of the lost wild west episode that never will be. And <laughs> but certainly was. And uh, Shelly, would you like to know what George Diaz has cooking up for us? I would. George suggested the topic of ghost stories. Ooh. I thought that was such a good topic. He did such a great job. And let's not screw this one up like we did the <laughs> Wild West. <laughs> George, we'll try our best. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> This one might be too spooky to release, so fingers oh, crossed. Man. Okay, well, here's the thing. If it's too spooky to release, we'll just send it to George because he's <laughs> earned that. <laughs> Deal. Uh, I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why, Shelly, you should like ghost stories. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And we don't have a sister expert today. So, Shelly, you're going to have to do it by yourself. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> hey, Shelly, are we ready now that you're in the the mood? <laughs> Wait, I've got to go turn the lights off and get a flashlight to just hold under my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be talking that much, so I don't think that's how ghost stories work. But let's, let's yeah, every every person in a circle. <laughs> who's listening to a ghost story all has flashlights under their faces. <laughs> Except for the person who's talking. Yeah, that makes it spookier. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelly, I have five reasons why you should be pro-ghost stories. And let me just say that Julie and I talked about it, and ghost stories meaning any kind of spooky stories. 
Okay. Okay, so not just ghost-centric stories, but Shelly, I had a little trick up my sleeve because the first reason why you should be pro-ghost stories is they set the mood like nothing else can. Shelly, remember when I talked that very creepy way before? Uh-huh, I do. And then re- remember when I talked to that very, very creepy way at the very beginning? <laughs> yes. Shelly, it was like I was telling you a ghost story uh, with my words and my voice. And you can't even see my face, but I have two flashlights. Very scary. <laughs> How are you holding the flashlights? Oh, I was like moving them around kind of like uh, like you're trying to attract a, at a big movie premiere or something. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought maybe you were like voguing with them. <laughs> uh-uh-uh. No, just going around and around, you know. Uh-huh. Um, it, that's why I have a, a bunch of limos right driving up by my house they're like here's the big premiere of this ghost story (laughs) i saw one of those kind of lights last night when i was taking my doggie on a walk and i was like i wonder who's doing something special to shine those lights all around i'm curious i was like too bad i'm not curious enough to go find them but um i did think about it for a second but i don't think my doggie would have been up to it uh she doesn't like lights or what she doesn't uh, like excitement. She doesn't. She's old, Holly. She's so <laughs> old. She had two teeth removed this week. Oh no! Oh, I didn't know that. How yeah. is she? So she's she's a little. She's got a little less energy than normal. She's Poor on thing. teeth. Don't make energy. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's how dogs work. <laughs> so the fewer teeth you have, the less energy you have. Yes. Julie, did you like that joke? <laughs> yes, I do. It makes me feel like dogs' teeth are like energy crystals. <laughs> it's not just dogs. It's everybody. Like when babies get teeth, they're trying to say, here's my energy. And then they show you and while they're toddlers. And then when they get into like kindergarten, then it's like, I've got to take a nap. I'm so worn out. Oh, yeah. N- like five and six and seven year olds are notorious for having low energy because they're losing all those teeth. <laughs> well, Shelly, I love when things are scary in a way that makes it feel like someone's in charge. Do you know what I mean? Here's uh-huh. what I mean. When I am around a campfire and someone's telling a ghost story and I'm getting scared, I appreciate that that person is in charge of the scaring, and I don't have to anticipate any other things scaring me. Does that make sense? So if you're if you are currently actively listening to a ghost story, nothing can harm you. <laughs> like <laughs> the world knows to like stay away. <laughs> it's already too spooky over there. <laughs> I just won't attack or whatever. <laughs> if I'm watching Tales from the Crypt Keeper. I know that the Crypt Keeper is in charge of the spooking and scaring. And I don't have to worry about someone climbing um, out of my couch and getting me. You know? Do you worry Got about it. that often? <laughs> <laughs> well, when there is a lot of scariness but no one in charge, definitely. Because then it's everything's game. Chaos. Oh, dang, now I'm going to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to have a captain of spooks. And mm. then it won't happen. So when someone's telling a ghost story, then uh, they can set the mood in a way that makes you feel secure. So that's my first point. Shelly, you should also like ghost stories because there are so many creative twists to old classics. Not classics like 
three horses walk into a bar kind of classics. Those are jokes from uh, comedians. Oh, 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 not a ghost story. They're not ghost horses walking into a bar. No, I just wanted to be specific about the classics I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the classics where Rhett and Scarlet get together and say uh, whatever they say, you know. Uh, I'm talking about the classics like... All of these teenagers are going and getting hazed by staying a night in an abandoned mental institute or it's summer camp and these teens are there <laughs> at night <laughs> or my parents are all dead and I mean <laughs> all 12 of them <laughs> and I need a home. But uh, the people who have adopted me are a little bit strange. You know, those classics like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I I would concede those are classics, but you've already twisted them in an interesting way just in your retelling <laughs> of their titles. Of their, of, <laughs> the elevator pitches I gave came from a haunted elevator. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> David S. Pumpkins is ready to jump out at any moment. Yes. Uh... Um, so I love listening to a ghost story and listening to not only the way that a person is telling it, which is very important, but also the things that they are doing to subvert, uh, classic horror tropes because, uh, people are scared by things that, uh, like are scary, like murder or uh, things that go bump in the night. The two scariest things. <laughs> and things that go bump in the night. Uh, and other things. Wolves are very scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just want to see what people uh, are, how they are creative with those tropes because that's fun. I love a good story. I myself am not a great writer of fiction. Like, I love a, a nonfiction thing more, but I will say when fiction's done well, I love it. And when it's scary, I love to be scared by it. Shelly, do you like when uh, there are creative twists to classic tropes? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I just want it straight down the middle. Like, I just want what I want and what I know. But I, I also do often like, you know, seeing things done creatively, like fairy tales or, you know, like a scary story. Because, like, I could still get scared by just normal scary things like wolves. <laughs> like, they, they get me every time. But I also like a good, a good twist on a scary story because I, I do like to be surprised. My kids are going to hear this and think that wolves are yet another <laughs> make-believe thing. <laughs> like ghosts and witches. <laughs> and wolves. <laughs> well, uh, I love a creative twist. And, and Shelly, I can appreciate your not wanting everything to be super twisty because um, even real life really twists you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just want to know what's coming and gonna scare me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I can see that vampire coming, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I know I'm gonna be scared soon. You know, oh, I'm not even talking vampire. I'm thinking like you don't need a creaky steps down a hallway. You just need like 
regular steps of your <laughs> most beloved man uh, <laughs> yeah. walking down a hallway. That's that's true. That there has not been a single twist on on that specific jump scare for me in many years, and that still gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Shelly, here's another reason why you should be pro ghost stories, and that is ghost stories can be enjoyed in many settings, campfires, dark rooms with one lamp on, or sleepovers. I, when thinking about ghost stories, thought about the time when I was uh, a young youth, and when I would get scared the most in that was when I would watch the X-Files, turn off the lights, in my room, and then turn on one lamp and watch the X-Files. It was very spooky scary. And um, so I I thought of that, and then I realized that maybe not everyone has that experience. So when I put dark rooms with one lamp on, maybe that's not like a universal thing. So yeah, we've already uh, brought up talking around the campfire. Uh, Also, sleepovers, Shelly. You've been to many sleepovers, even though they're not really in vogue anymore for our children. Uh, Shelly, do you ever get told a ghost story at a sleepover? Yes, for sure. Could that ghost story have been moved to a campfire with great ease? <laughs> like, could we, the sleepover participants, have easily found a campfire lying about somewhere <laughs> to tell our story around? Or could the story translate to a different locale? Could the locale? story translate? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like some... Ghost stories are are more effective in an urban setting. Really? I would have said the opposite. I think most ghost stories nowadays would be better in a, a, a natural setting, a nature setting, because that's where most people feel feel most ill at ease. Yeah, but I guess some stories are, you know, take place in an urban setting. And if you're there close to like a dark alley or something like that, like that would feel spookier. I didn't even think about dark alleys. Let me add that to my list. Perfect. <laughs> if there's a wolf in a dark alley and there's a dark alley like a block for me, I'm going to feel scared because <laughs> maybe I'll see a wolf. <laughs> you keep reading me about wolves, but wolves can be scary. What is going on here? <laughs> I just like that you said wolf above about a bazillion other scary things. <laughs> I'd <laughs> be like, that'd be like me saying, like, you know, like scary stories, like Bunicula. <laughs> okay, uh, I have two more reasons why you should be pro ghost stories, Shelley. Uh, my penultimate reason is maybe ghost stories are less embarrassing than some other dark room alternatives, aka smooching, Shelley. <laughs> When you think about people gathered in a dark room or a dark area, sometimes you think ghost stories. Other times you think seven minutes in heaven. And you know what? <laughs> a group. You're in a group <laughs> full of people and everyone's just going to start smooching. I would find that embarrassing. That would be wild. <laughs> or more specifically, like there's not a party of two people who are like, we should play seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but they're probably also not like... A party of two going, ooh, time for ghost stories. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, here's the thing, Shelly, is that smooching, fun, very fun. But also, I I was trying to think of of a point that would be specially made for you, handcrafted for Shelly. And I thought, 
Shelly would think smooching is embarrassing in the dark uh, <laughs> with other people that are around. What would Shelly rather do? <laughs> oh, I know. Listen to ghost stories. <laughs> uh, that's a... That's a close she goal. Can't even I'm talk not sure. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm probably blushing at this very moment, though. <laughs> but you know what's cool about that is anytime the Shelly gang is listening to this and you say, I'm probably blushing right now, it's true at any point. <laughs> now, as we record this uh, later when the Shelly gang is listening to it, it's probably true. So, Shelly, I really just wanted to hammer that home that, like, if. I had a big, like, roulette wheel, and if the ball lands on black, there has to be ghost stories, and the ball lands on red, there has to be smooching. (laughs) Where are you placing all your chips, baby? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Wow, a choice within a choice. (laughs) This this is too complicated because there's so many factors that would affect my decision. Like, so many. (laughs) This is impossible to know with the data I have at hand. <laughs> well, let's just assume because this is the pro part that you would be uh you would put all your chips on ghost stories. And then as the roulette wheel spins, everyone in the room becomes hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's so fun. Everybody should tell ghost stories. <laughs> Is hypnosis an integral part of ghost stories? Hypnotism. <laughs> and and was hypnotism the actual true goal of whoever set up this roulette wheel or was it just an accident? <laughs> Here's the thing that I forgot to mention is that every as everyone becomes hypnotized, uh down the basement comes two footsteps. Down, down, down. Wingtip shoes made of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I didn't realize we were in a basement. (laughs) Yeah, that's where all teen parties happen. (laughs) With the roulette wheels in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Where the two choices are ghost stories or smooching. (laughs) (laughs) And where you don't turn any of the lights on. <laughs> and then twist the scariest thing of all happens. Everyone gets hypnotized. Uh, I want. I need to know now who's wearing the fire wingtips. Well, maybe I'll tell you if you choose my point. But I have one more. I have one more point to say, Shelley. I don't know if I appreciate blackmail, Shelley. You should like ghost stories because all of them are true. <laughs> oh, no. Wolves are real. <laughs> <laughs> if I personally wasn't editing this podcast, I would have super shouted that point into the microphone. But I love myself in the future. <laughs> so, uh, Shelly. Every ghost story is true, and that's important and good and real. You should like ghost stories. The end. (laughs) Or is it? (laughs) (laughs) Julie, do you want to tell Shelly some reasons why she should be anti-ghost stories? 
Yes. And can I tell you that while I was thinking of these points, I was freaking myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly, I do not like ghost stories. Number one reason, they're scary. (laughs) Some people may like that, but I don't. And I don't think you do either. (sighs) Does it make you feel more scared to know they're all true? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, that's the thing about, like, spooky stories. If it's ghosts and and goblins, I'm less scared of that. If it's, like, slasher murderers and stuff where it could be real, those ones really freak me out because it could be real. So are you are you more scared then of like an urban legend style like spooky story? Yes. Uh, but let's not talk about it because it's scary. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have nightmares about wolves tonight. <laughs> there are, they, you guys, come on. <laughs> well, wolves are scary, but like so is you know what is something that scares me a lot, the idea of dying in space. <laughs> Is that is that a is that a common thing happening to you? You're often in space. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs> Every campfire <sighs> ghost story is like you're lost in space, <laughs> and I go, nope, I'm out. <laughs> this sounds like something you're more afraid of because you've been reading too many choose your own adventures. Because I feel like a lot of those take place in space. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of deaths. <laughs> no, like the movie uh, Gravity, guys. It's not a spooky movie, but it is very scary to me, and I don't like it. Okay, is there a difference between like, oh man, it'd be quite scary if the world uh, didn't have any more food, or it'd be quite scary if the world's only food was roaches and goblins? <laughs> like, scary, I don't know. I was just thinking scary, like... To get scared, not like, wow, this is existentially threatening to the human race. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. I, I concede. But still, dying in space scares me. So let's let's also, move on. Also, I'm sorry to goblins. I don't think you make good meat. <laughs> oh, and that you just equated them with roaches <laughs> being as no, gross as no, roaches. No, roaches are the vegetables and the goblins are the proteins. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Well nice. <laughs> a nice square meal there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shelly, you shouldn't like ghost stories because my imagination is too good. <laughs> if you're telling me a scary story, my imagination is going to go wild and come up with the most realistic images And that is just going to set me off on a path of nightmares for weeks. (laughs) So does your brain keep going? Does it add to the whatever scary story you've just been told? Or do you just picture it over and over again? Both. (laughs) Honestly. It's stuck in a loop of my own excellent imagination. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, Shelly, nightmares. I don't like them. I remember a nightmare when I was a child that still haunts me. And it involved a river of slime. And we were all floating on our old yellow Buick. Uh, We had to be on top of it. And then it involved kidnapping. It was very scary. 
I, I feel like maybe I had that nightmare a few times, but it wasn't fun any of the times. I didn't like it. I don't like having nightmares. Okay, I feel like I, I don't need to say any more about nightmares. Nightmares are bad. Scary stories give me nightmares. Yuck. No, thank you. Okay. You know when you're telling a scary story at camp and your camp counselor is like, okay, I see Julie there is a real weenie, so I'm going to make this spooky story not very spooky. And it'll have some good jump scares and it'll have one or two ghosts, but then it'll have a silly ending and that'll be fine and we'll all laugh. Um, But here's the thing. I may laugh at the end, but when I walk away, I'm still going to be scared and probably have <laughs> nightmares. So, so, so you're saying even a toned down scary story is still no bueno. Exactly. So the, <laughs> we talked about the Finnish boys, the Yule brothers, a lot recently. Uh, and this month they're doing all Halloween or spooky choose-your-own-adventure books. And I don't like them because they're too scary for me. (laughs) And with spooky stories, sometimes they're just bad. They're not a good story. It's just like, ugh, lame. And I feel like that's a really terrible spectrum for a story to have. Either the, the best it can be is terrifying and scary, and the worst it can be is just bad and boring. What? Who wants a story like that? If I want a good story, I want it to make me not feel scared and still entertained and still good. Well, I would say I would apply that spectrum to all genres of storytelling. Um, Like all of the best romances are very terrifying and all (laughs) of the worst ones are just bad. (laughs) That'd be really hilarious. Like spooky romantic book. That's what Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is. It is. Oh, dear. I've never read it. That may surprise you. Well, don't tell me what you think of it yet, because I feel like that might spoil it. But I do want to hear about it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you Rick's, um, my, my husband Rick's opinion on the book. He was really excited to read it because he was hoping it would be a cool book. And he was really disappointed when he actually read it because it's just Pride and Prejudice and sometimes with zombies, which is <laughs> he hates Pride and Prejudice. So, <laughs> <laughs> This brings up another thing that I forgot to mention about I am very curious about this book. I'm curious about scary stories. Like I want to know what happens, but I don't want to feel scared. I listen to another podcast where they talk like one of the guys really loves scary movies and so he was like i saw this movie and i'm like oh i want to know what that's about just so i can be up on the pop culture so i go on wikipedia and i read the synopsis and i was like it's just a synopsis it won't be scary and by the end i'm totally freaked out (laughs) (sighs) i'm not built for it holly i'm sorry for all your editing of me my shrill voice this week (laughs) no i love it i love it i did the same thing with the movie the orphan because, uh, like, everyone was talking about it. And so I was like, I've got to find out. And uh, guess what? I have nightmares about that, even though I've <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> you have a good imagination, too. Uh, Yeah, but also it's, like, a very harrowing tale. So uh, <laughs> look it up, everyone, or watch it if you dare. <laughs> I guess, or not, if you're afraid that you're going to spook yourself. <laughs> well, if you're not spooked out by the storyline of the orphan, you are a wacko. 
Oh, man. I'm so curious and also so scared. (laughs) Uh, Shelly, my last point is spooky ghost stories are bad for your health because they make your heart race. And if your heart is racing, you are fight or flight mode. And being in that mode for too long, it makes your heart explode. That's a provable fact from science. (laughs) Oh, no. So if you want your heart to explode, you should go listen to a ghost story. But if you want to live, this is a matter of life and death, Shelley. (laughs) (laughs) So so are you saying my heart is so weak that if I listen to one ghost story, I could die? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's for you and your doctor to decide. Okay. Don't use ghost stories unless you talk to your doctor first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See if this medicine is right for you. <laughs> oh, but Shelly, don't just say no to spooky ghost stories. I don't like them. I don't like them any either, should you? <laughs> well, Julie, take a breather because now <laughs> is the time we've all been waiting for it. The opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Visitor counter podcaster Shelly, remember on our Geocities site where we used to be able to see how many people visited our website? Uh-huh. Uh huh. How many people have visited your Geocities recently? Oh gosh, just so many. Why? What's on it? Tell me the website. Uh, it's it's mostly bots that come visit now. <laughs> but oh. you know what? Those numbers count. <laughs> I thought it was a website about bots, and I was like, cool. <laughs> it's all about bots. I yeah. love it. That's why they all come. <laughs> they just want to know. for the bots to gather and feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a bot chat room. <laughs> bots can <laughs> chat to each other. <laughs> Shelly, what do you think about ghost stories? A lot of things. <laughs> well, please tell me all the things. Well, okay. So as soon as you guys said ghost stories. My mind jumped to our elementary school storyteller who would come around once a week and tell stories to all the classes, Mrs. Yes. Wilson. Because every year in like October, she would do spooky stories. And there was one that no matter how many times she told, it was spooky and great and I liked it, which was the woman with the ribbon around her mm-hmm. neck. Um, that's a classic. Um, and she never, she never did any twists it was just straight down the line but it was spooky because she was a great storyteller um she really was good at setting the scene and shelly gang i need you to imagine like the oldest uh cricketiest lady you've ever seen and tiny and tiny tiny. (laughs) and she would bring a a candle holder like one of those like little like a a how would you describe it girlos like the kind you would like like that Scrooge would hold while he's uh-huh. walking around his house. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking. She would light it when the story would start and then and then extinguish it when the story ended. It's very exciting. And I remember her telling a Halloween story and she was dressed like all in black and had like a lace black shawl. Uh-huh. Um so that when I when I think of scary stories like even though she told all kinds, I often think of Miss Wilson. <laughs> that probably would make her very happy. She's probably ha- uh, died since, but uh... <laughs> she's she's probably been dead for quite a few years. <laughs> she was she was quite old. <laughs> another another thing that my mind then thought of 
in like the same time frame of my life was um, reading the spooky stories to tell in the dark or scary stories to tell in the dark. Those books um, do those count as a as a ghost story, even though For no sure. one's telling them out loud? <laughs> uh, because because those were scary, but the scariest part was those ter- terrifying um, illustrations. <laughs> those have been made into a movie. Like a, recently, there was a movie. Oh, really? And uh, I was going to take my son to go see it, but then I read that it was actually a pretty scary movie, so we didn't go see it. (laughs) Well, those are like legit scary stories, Um, and I liked checking them out from our elementary school um, library. They were, like, they were great. Um, And I bought one from a used bookstore not long ago, and my son will not go anywhere near it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could drop that off at my house. Maybe my son would like to read them, maybe not watch them. Maybe. But yeah, so so setting the mood, Holly said, was is a big is a big part of a scary story. Like I don't think I would be very good at telling scary stories. I don't think I could set the proper mood. Oh, the spooks only coming from the storyteller. I remember this point now that no other spooks can get you lots happening. I feel like I would I would need to see some experiments done on that particular point because I'm not sure. I've never felt like since I'm here sitting here listening to a scary story, I feel completely safe. <laughs> you know? Like I've never felt that calming reassurance of like the world can't get me because I'm listening to a scary story and when it's finished then I don't need to feel scared at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like, like I said, I do like a, a good twist to like a scary story. Like I do just like scary stories, you know, because because it's kind of fun to anticipate the thing that you know is scary. And uh, but it's also fun to listen to things like twist on you. Um, and like, you know, that's why M. Night Shyamalan uh, had a career. <laughs> he <laughs> took things that existed that we know are scary and twisted it, and that made it fun too. Uh, they can be enjoyed in many settings, like campfires, dark rooms, or sleepovers. I did like often. We would do scary stories, at, like big sleepover parties, um, and even a couple times when I was just sleeping over at my BFF's house when I was little, like we would just like look up on the internet like scary movie monsters and just like read about them and just look at them and be like, which one is the scariest, Chucky or you know like whatever. And so, so like I learned a lot about horror movie things at sleepovers. So I definitely was able to be scared a few times at sleepovers because then you get why like when somebody else is telling a story about that thing it's scary like because if you just look at Chucky you're like yeah that's a weird doll but then if you know why he's scary you're able to be scared which is fun and maybe they can be less embarrassing than smooching I guess if you did have that roulette wheel where the only two options at a party in a dark basement were smooching like like if you had to either stand up and tell a scary story or stand up and have every hold the flashlight under your face while you smooch someone else. Yeah, I would say ghost stories would be the less embarrassing of the two options. Um, so I guess that one's true. All of them are true. That would be very scary. But like Julie said, I am more scared of the ones that could be true than of like a ghost or a goblin, even though they're delicious. <laughs> so i am definitely more scared of like a you know urban legendy kind of one or like one that takes place like on a lonely road or whatever 
and Julie's imagination is too good. I often also struggle with that, especially in in the wee hours of the night as I'm trying to fall asleep. My brain will really take an idea and run with it. And also, I do have dreams that I remember vividly. And uh, I've had a a few nightmares that have really gotten me good. But I, I don't know if any of them has specifically come from like watching a scary thing or like listening to a scary story. So that one, the jury's out. Even toned down stories are too scary. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because then that to me, they fall into the too lame category. <laughs> and it's true, like, if you don't like to be scared, a scary story at its worst, being lame and bad, is bad. And there's not a lot of in-between to enjoy before it gets too scary again, I guess. <laughs> um, and spooky ghost stories are bad for your health because <laughs> of fight or flight. Um, I guess if you were listening to, like, if you were sitting around a campfire and listening to scary stories for multiple hours, <laughs> that, might, that might be bad for your health to keep that kind of sustained feeling in your in your body. Is it multiple stories over those hours or is it one story for multiple, multiple hours? Multiple stories. I'm not sure, like, a three-hour story could be scary for three straight hours. That like would be very scare, impressive. Scare, scare. I don't know if I could talk in an intense whisper for that long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you'd have to somehow find a balance between like doing the jump scares and then going right back to something else scary, you know, like in the story. That would be, that'd be a hard balance to walk. But yeah, so multiple scary stories over multiple hours. Um, this, is, this is hard for me because I do sometimes like to be scared. I do enjoy a scary, an enjoyable scary story, especially by someone who knows how to tell them well. Um, I think once, even in high school, there was like a storyteller who came and like did an assembly um, and we went and like, I just love hearing a good storyteller tell a story, even if it's a spooky one, uh, because I kind of like that feeling of like, ooh, my heart's racing and it's scary. Um, and like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to walk into that dark alley next to the school and get get attacked by a wolf now or something. But, um, but I also don't love to like live in fear all the time. So if I listened, like if often I was going to parties in people's basements and listening to scary stories, like every weekend, I, that might not be enjoyable. But I, I do like a good ghost story. I enjoy wow. that better than like a scary movie or something like that, because I don't like yucky things like in some horror movies but i do like a good like ooh suspense or scare yeah i i'm pro wow that's shocking <laughs> uh here's the thing is that you said i am pro ghost stories in like the cheeriest jolliest tone <laughs> that's been spoken on this episode <laughs> well yeah cuz i like it <laughs> 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 You're happy when you like things, Ollie. <laughs> I don't know. I said a whole bunch of pro points in in different ways than than that. <laughs> I sound. told you I'm bad at setting the tone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my ghost story. <laughs> Sit down, please. Well, Shelly, thank you for sharing your opinion with us. And thanks again to George Diaz. I hope this episode reaches your beautiful ears. Um, because you need to hear Shelly say that so happy, and you need to hear me say this very happy also. See, Shelly, I can do it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> 
Now we are moving on to our segment. Shelly had a dream. <laughs> Shelly, in this segment, you tell us a dream that you had. Like you mentioned, you have very vivid dreams. Is this one going to be a spooky one? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I should have. I should have planned better. But no, this is not a spooky one. <laughs> okay, Shell, tell us this dream, but tell it in like a cool, fun way. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh no! Now I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh, but I had a dream that my husband took me to go see his grandma that he'd never introduced me to and forgotten to mention existed at all. Like, <laughs> and took me to her big, fancy, beautiful house. And uh, so I took, or we took our son with us to go visit this grandma, and she lived in this incredible house that every room was huge and also like a new thing. So like one room you walk in and it's like the craziest spa you've ever seen with like individual like chairs set up with like like treatments that like are being done by a fountain or like a person or whatever. And then you walk into the next room and it's like a, a like an arcade, like a full arcade. And then the next room is like cool fish tanks everywhere. And the next room was, you know, one of those indoor surfing things oh, and yeah. like other water cool indoor things. And each room was like better than the last. And I was like, Rick, how come we've been married so long and you've never told me about this grandma? This is crazy. I would love to come visit here all the time, especially during the pandemic. We could just <laughs> come visit and have so much to do. And we wouldn't even have to see another person because each room is like ginormous. Um, and so we're being taken on the tour of this beautiful house. And we finally get to the end. And it's like their backyard workshop because it turns out the grandma is the head of a very fancy candy company Ooh. and there's this huge like candy shop and you can like see through the windows workers like doing things and there's like this ginormous like donut like mold thing that's like making like donuts you know on a conveyor belt and and all these things and then like the grandma gets a call and she's like okay and then she takes me out to the back to show me where they test <laughs> some of their candies because they also work for the government and they make they make spy equipment that looks like candy but actually like you know you have a lollipop in each hand and you lick it and then you can like climb up the side of a building or what you know whatever and i'm like rick how come you never told me about this cool grandma who makes candy and also spy gear she's the cue to, for the government and it's candy and it's awesome so that was my dream and it was really enjoyable <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I wish I want to come visit this grandma. <laughs> I know. I know. It was I was like this is the best house to come to during the pandemic because we can do so many things and there's not going to be other people here cuz it's just your grandma at this house. <laughs> and I love to spy on my neighbors who are also all home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shelly, that was great. This has been our segment. Shelly had a dream. Shelly gang, thank you so much for joining us for this very special Halloween episode of Shelly Has Opinions. We hope that your holiday is safe and enjoyable and full of that sweet, sweet candy. Shelly, what's your favorite candy? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just wanted to give you a jump scare. Did it work? 
did. Oh, no, now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> Sophie's choice. <laughs> well, Shelly gang, if you want to go to shellyhasopinions.com, that's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, hasopinions.com. There you can find all of our old episodes, including the one from Halloween last year where we talked about murder mysteries. Very fun. And uh, we also do spooky topics throughout the year on accident, like potlucks. (laughs) One of our spookiest episodes ever. (laughs) Accidentally, but yes, for sure. Uh, You can check out our old episodes. You can also check out uh, our biographies or pictures of us or whatever. You can also find us on the website for our podcast network, Podicon Go. If you go to podicongo.com, you can find family-friendly podcasts. And there are 2020, that's not the number, that's the the delineation of the year, 2020 family-friendly podcast award nominations happening starting November 1st. And I'm very excited because... I have a lot of family-friendly podcasts that I listen to that aren't us, shockingly. Well, Shelly Gang, mostly. We just want you to come back next week. Uh, by then, it'll be uh, uh, almost Christmas time, and we're going to ask Shelly about her favorite spooky Christmas story. Shelly, what's your favorite <laughs> Christmas spooky story? Christmas spooky story? Yeah, Shelley, it's there's only a Christmas one. Carol. So many ghosts. I was going to say Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Mm. No, I hate that answer. We are ending this podcast because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye. 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 I love you. you. A scary high voice. Bye. Bye. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Goodbye. How's that? <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, that is too cute. <laughs> I don't know. How do you make a high voice spooky? I'm just screaming into my microphone now. Whoops. <laughs> Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you?